0: Love Life featuring your hosts Rebecca Detman and Jane Dunn The sun shines bright. As it moves across my face, I feel the
1: light. I trust in my mind, my body, and my heart that all is well. Welcome to Love Life, I'm Rebecca Detman and I'm Jane Donovan and we're
0: sitting on the Love Life couch today with a very special guest and we haven't had a guest for a little while because as our listeners know they are few and far between because we only choose people that we think are, are really, really different in what they're offering, in things that maybe people haven't heard before, covering areas that are just a little bit unique and I think we've found someone today that is going to bring you some information that you definitely will not have heard in mainstream healing circles and certainly mainstream medicine, of course, because we are looking at menopause today. And while many of our listeners are not yet at the age where this is happening to them, it's, I was saying to Jane the other day, it's a little bit like when you talk to to young girls about periods, they're so interested, even though they haven't started menstruating yet, they still want to know. And I'm pretty sure that some of the things we'll talk about today are going to stick in some of the ladies' minds. Well, not just that. What about
1: the men as, as well? I men mean, who have to go through a <laughs> The it. long-suffering men. My poor husband, I'm 53, totally going through menopause, and I have two teenage girls, and he's got a man cave. Yes, right. <laughs> so,
0: we, so we've so we brought in our guest today, and her, her name is Inga Saral-Fulsing, and she is going to be really talking at a much deeper level about this amazing, beautiful process in the life cycle. And I'm sure from many approaches, from the physical, from the spiritual, from the intellectual, from the emotional, she's going to be covering off what what to expect when this happens to you if it hasn't happened already or it's not happening now. So Inga is a German background and she may talk a little bit about that today. Um, She's a physio and she does acupuncture. She understands the value of hypno, of EFT, and she specializes in in working with 50 plus women. And she's really into reconnecting themselves and their emotions around their bodies and their stresses and their processes. So she's going to go into that. She does coaching. She does retreats she does workshops on her website which is called embracingyour50s.com and on that note we'd like to welcome you to the show Inga thank you for being with us today
2: Thank you very much, Rebecca. Thank you very much, Shane. It's an absolute pleasure to be here today. Thank you. What an amazing introduction. Oh,
0: thank you. Look, we're very lucky to have you because we've certainly never touched on any content like this before of this specific niche nature. So we're going to ask you how you came to this specific niche content yourself through your life journey and perhaps a little bit about your story.
2: Well, as you said, I was born in Germany after the war and Everybody was very traumatized, so were my parents, and the focus, I think each person's focus was more on their own suffering, and a loving upbringing wasn't just, it wasn't part of what life offered. So I grew up with um, parents that were traumatized, I also grew up in a time when it was very much girls aren't good good enough, girls aren't the same than boys. Girls don't need to go to uni. You don't pay any money for girls for their education. They have to be obedient, be smile and look nice. That hmm. was about all, and keep house, of course.
0: <laughs> so a combination of the era combined with the complete emotional trauma in post world, post war Germany, where I would imagine a lot of people would have had a lot of post traumatic shock disorder and emotional traumas, and then totally shut down emotionally to deal with it. But then we're raising families.
2: Correct. Yes. Correct. Wow. Um, because yeah, because uh, birth control wasn't so effective that it was today, the children just popped out.
0: Yes, the baby boomers, yes.
2: The baby boomers, that's correct, yes. So then I grew up with a lot of limiting beliefs, like I'm not good enough, I'm just a stupid little girl, I can never get it right, I have to work hard to, to get what I want, but you never can get what you want anyhow. So all these belief systems—they are all the traumas and these belief systems—they are stored in our subconscious mind, and they are the base to every thought, every action, every word we speak throughout our whole life. It's like a computer being programmed. And when I got to my 50s, I—I I was married twice um, before I got to my 50s, and of course. I was in a relationship with each of those husbands, but I never really felt deeply loved. But I I didn't believe that I could do better. They were both very nice men, yeah? Mm. But I believed I didn't deserve love. So consequently, I picked husbands that gave
0: me the feeling they didn't love me. And you hadn't probably seen that role modeled either in childhood. You hadn't seen what loving relationships looked like. So how do you know what a marriage is supposed to be? Correct, correct.
2: So then I go through life, I, I study to be a physio and then I immigrate to Australia and have no recognition of being a physio. Then uh-huh. I study to be an acupuncturist, but I move to an area like Bay Byron Bay, where there's lots and lots of Pilas, and I can't work as acupuncturist. Again, I don't deserve I'm not good enough to be working to in the profession
1: that I love yeah so so it was a reoccurring pattern that was happening in your life of not being worthy enough therefore even though you were striving and turning up and showing up and trying to get things happening in your life you were completely subconsciously blocking this
2: correct correct and I, I'm not working as an acupuncturist anymore, but clients, I still walk into ex-client here in Malambindi, and I walked in a lady the other day, and she was shocked when she heard um, that I'm not working as an acupuncturist anymore because she said, you were the best thing, and she, stood, she could still remember the words I had said to her 10 years prior in our last session. Yes. So I was very, very good. But the change came for me when I was menopausal, and I had the menopausal, you know, the symptoms, the hot flashes, the night sweats. But the most um, difficult thing was the frustration and the irritability. And i it was almost as if I'm losing my mind. I Just just making it through a day was very difficult. I wasn't myself anymore. I wasn't my joyful, badly being. I was just crumbling, just don't get in my way. <laughs> I didn't like myself. You know, and it took me a long time to work out what is going on here. And that's when I started searching. I didn't. I, the acupuncture helped me to keep my system, my my the, um, symptoms under control, but it didn't get me to come to the root of the
0: irritability and the frustration. The emotional yeah. depth. And and Inga, what what um, scientifically is happening in the body? When you say, you know, all the irritability and stuff, what's going on in a woman's body at that time physiologically?
2: Very good question, Rebecca. Really interesting. Um, I found out after, so after I started, um, I started, then started working with EFT and researching menopause. And so what I found was the... Hormones, FSH and LH uh, follicle stimulating hormone and luteinizing hormones, they um, are involved in in getting the egg to grow. When we come to menopause, that's not happening anymore. So really we wouldn't need any any FSH or LH anymore, right? But with perimenopause, they are actually in higher quantities in the body than ever. And science has been looking at, well, why is that? And one of the jobs these hormones have is they go straight to the woman's brain and give her this strong desire to do something for herself. Oh wow! <laughs> Look out, world! I'm having that happening now. <laughs> so not only, um, not only that. But also, during our childbearing years, those same hormones, they kick-start the release of feel-good chemicals after we've done our mothering and we've kept the peace and we stayed in our place, you know, we didn't rock the boat. When we do that, the feel-good chemicals kick in. So, in the menopausal years, the feel-good chemicals don't kick in anymore, but instead, we have this strong desire to do something for ourselves, and of course we women we don't we have been you know doing the house cleaning the sheltering, you know the the dishwashing and the all that our self-esteem has gone down in the years, yeah, and many women give up a, their career or a job, yeah, so. Now we have this strong desire and we don't trust ourselves anymore. We don't have the the confidence to go with that desire and say, yes, I want to do something for myself. So we ignore the desire, which causes even more frustration and irritability.
0: Wow. Um, Age is looked at so negatively in Western society, and I'm sure you've researched that a little bit. Do you know how it's viewed in other societies? And can you talk much about this sort of obsession we have with ageing and how that plays in?
2: That's one of, actually, the other thing menopausal women experience, they are mature aged and they come, they experience age stresses. And the loss of our youthfulness, it's one of those age stresses. In our society, it's highly valued valued, that we look beautiful, we look youthful, and, you know, even car advertisements, Still, so often we see a beautiful looking woman sitting on the car. In Eastern society, the women have a position because they, they work together as a family. They work together as a unit and everybody's experience is valued. So the mature woman, she has a, she has a position. She is helping to look after the kids of the, of the kids, and so the grandchildren. She is asked for her opinion. Her advice is needed. Um, my children don't ever ask me for
0: it, right? <laughs> and it's, it's yeah, like the it's concept different. of the Aboriginal elders, isn't it, Inga? It's the same idea.
2: Correct. Correct. We are, once we lose our looks, we are nothing anymore. We are not needed. We are really, we have no position whatsoever in Western society, which causes a lot of additional stress and depression in women.
1: Yes, yeah, it's fascinating, isn't it? Just depressing. <laughs> well... No, because that's up to us to actually be the role models, to, to change that. Mm. And that's look, I sit here at 53 and feel I don't even really know what part of menopause I'm in. I've tried to not Google too much because there's so much out there that displeases me. I don't want to hear all the negative. But I have very uh, was very blessed to have an Indigenous elder about seven or eight years ago say to me that she believed that menopause was a celebration of when we are able to hold the wisdom and the blood within. You're nodding your head, please. What do you feel about that?
2: Correct. I get goosebumps when you say that. Very much. And that's why the, our, your introductory affirmation was to trust ourselves. We are holding it all. If we trust it, men, of course, can be a wonderful journey to empowerment because really the hormones are directing us we just gotta
1: go with it well i'm doing a bit of a science experiment on myself because i chose quite a while ago to really not want to go down the path that so many people in western society are of having hormone replacement therapies etc and i thought because my journey was i did the hospital thing with births and had cesareans and i thought well look let's see if the other end of my life if i can try and connect with myself and see if I can manage this myself. But it's purely an experiment. I've got no idea how I'm going to come out, but... I'll make sure all our Love Life listeners know what's happening on the journey. But so far, I am actually taking on some new things and I am being quite selfish. So I'm, I'm matching what you're saying. Um, yeah. But I don't know, you know, when they say having hot sweats, I definitely am having temperature change, but it's certainly not extreme. It's literally just like take a jacket off, put a jacket on. It's not yeah. It's not like people will say that, you know, they are wringing wet. Um, yeah, so, yeah. I don't know whether that's still to come, or maybe that's a body indication that I'm going okay. Mm. I don't know.
2: Interesting you're talking about this, Jane, because what happens if the woman isn't listening to her own desires, to her own needs? Yeah, that is causing that frustration, and that is linked to breast cancer by science now. Yeah. Ah. So, for me, it, it's breast cancer, heart problems, and so much more. But for me, with my acupuncture background, for us, as we say, said before, the women are stressed. Yeah, they have loved all their life. They have, you know, they are stressed. The stress depletes our adrenal glands. Yeah, permanent stress completely depletes the adrenal glands. In acupuncture, the adrenal glands are part of the kidney system. If the kidneys are depleted. They are harming the liver. They take energy from the liver instead of giving energy to the liver. And it, it's the, if the liver then is harmed, it's the liver causing the hot flashes. All
0: right. Oh. And so it's almost, Inga, that the more disconnected a woman is, the more she's dishonouring her wants and needs, not listening to herself, not putting herself first, the worse her menopausal symptoms are going to show up?
2: Correct. Correct. This is
1: groundbreaking. I love this. This is fantastic. So it's like you're actually, Mother Nature has given us an opportunity for us to really clear the last of whatever hasn't been cleared so that the rest of our life, and let's face it, people are living longer and longer. At 53, people could be saying I'm about to tip into old age, but the reality is I could just be halfway through my life. So the next half or third, whatever I'm blessed with, is designed to be the best, really be the best, because you've got that wisdom. Oh, this excites me so much. It is exciting. It's
2: about power. Absolutely correct. And I think the main point is that, yes, we have all this stuff. We have all the belief systems. We have learned not to honour ourselves because we have learned that from our mother, yeah? exactly. we want to make sure we don't pass it on to our children.
1: We've got to break that cycle, don't we?
2: But there is... There are tools available. We are not helplessly stuck with this. And even women who are experiencing the worst menopausal symptoms, I've I've worked with so many of them. EFT emotional freedom tapping will help to release the trauma, release all the negative belief systems. And in my coaching I found within two to three months, the women have released most of the traumas and the belief systems With that, the menopausal symptoms go, the hot flashes go, the anxiety go, the depression go, the exhaustion goes, the libido comes up again, they want to have sex with their husband again, they rekindle their relationships with their husbands, or if the relationship is not good, then they are confident enough to leave
1: that is incredible fantastic is incredible. actually every man should hear this and if they think they're going to get more sex and they haven't been they should be paying for booking their wives in to have a session with you Ingram. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: absolutely I, I tell you it has crossed my mind a hundred times to advertise advertise to the bed
0: yes <laughs> so Inga what's what's your take on hormone replacement therapy then what's your your line on it
2: it's I talked to a 72-year-old woman the other day, and she had HRT for 10 years, and when she stopped, she had hot flashes again. So I say EFT, not HRT.
0: <laughs> yes, and for the uninitiated, she's talking about emotional freedom technique, which is tapping to release deeper beliefs, deep-set beliefs, and changing yourself at a deeper vibrational level, yes.
1: All right. I feel that what I chose, and as I mentioned before, because I have lived probably half of my life in a very unconscious state, so now I want to be more conscious. But what I've chosen is that it'll be to the best of my ability. So I'm hoping that I can do the whole journey naturally, healthy, happily. But I just want to say to anybody that's not able to do that, there's no shame in grabbing whatever we need from Western medicine to be able to support you in your journey. But if you do this work at the same time, it's like when we talk about people on antidepressants. You know, If you need them because you've let the situation get too bad, get on that stuff, get on whatever you need while doing the emotional work so that you can be on the supporting substances for as short amount of time as possible. Uh, I think that's probably the ideal goal there, isn't it? Mm.
0: Um, Inga, what do you wish that more women knew about menopause and and men as well what's like common myths or things that just people just don't get or they're uninformed about
2: it's not the hormones that are causing the trouble it's the stress.
0: that's pretty it's massive it's just
2: wow. as simple as that and the stress is caused by us the way we treat ourselves wow.
0: so
2: it's not the hormones It's this trip. It's
0: powerful words there.
1: Yeah, it is. Mm. So what other little tools or tips do you have for people to be able to, you know, they're listening to this podcast and they're going, oh my gosh, that's me or that's my auntie or that's my child or that's my mother. What is it that they could be doing right now to start to move towards the reduction of their stress in their life?
2: I have five instant relaxation techniques that if you opt into my site, you can have them. But one of the techniques is a very, very easy technique. It's just gently stroking your arms or your hands. Very, very gently stroking your arms. It's a very pleasurable thing to experience. You can't have negative emotions and feel something pleasurable.
0: Wow. Oh,
2: I so love if that. if you are in a stressful situation at work, just gently wrap your lower
0: arm that is such a good tip for children as well because it's a very easy way to teach children how to de-stress if they're feeling overwhelmed in like the classroom or
1: something like that yeah i think that's i think we need to see the whole world everybody pulling up at traffic lights just starts yeah. stroking their arms and de-stress <laughs> from road rage that's it that's it. <laughs> But if you think of young children, like I know I've got, I've, I have my acrylic face, false fingernails, but from a really young age that those tickles that I could do on the children's bodies when they were little babies and that has continued. At 17 and nearly 15, they still will go, Mum, can I have some tickles? And I guess that's that same thing, isn't mm-hmm. it?
0: Yeah,
2: It's also an expression of love they're experiencing at that moment, which is pleasurable again.
0: Beautiful. So what's number two?
2: Number two is yawning. And you start with fake yawns and you go, oh, you know, and you do at least 10 yawns. And uh, by the second or the third one, it will become easier. But it's, it's an instant, instant stress relief. And if you combine the two, the yawning with the stroking, it's incredible the results you have
0: that's fantastic i once heard as well that sometimes in a healing if someone's having a spiritual healing or they've just really kind of downloaded some new knowledge or had a shift that the body immediately yawns It's some sort of a
1: release or a recalibration yes right So it's a great stress relief, yeah. Great. So I'm doing a good service to the community when I'm sitting at an airport and I'm bored and I play that yawning game where you stare at somebody and you yawn and they always yawn back. See, I'm I'm actually spreading the de-stressing medicine without realising it. That's great. I love it. Thanks, Inga. All right, number three. These are the little things we can do. They are. What's number three,
0: Inga? Number
2: three of the... of the stress release techniques, um, write down 10 gratitude, um, 10 things you're grateful for. Again, you can't feel negative and, and write something positive down. Beautiful. And if you do that as a ritual every evening or every morning, um, you will see a results too. Mm. Absolutely
0: amazing. Very powerful gratitude work. And number four?
2: Number four, I think the three is, is possibly – Plenty, because I found if I give people too many, then they don't take them on.
0: Mm. Yeah. So
2: three people can easily remember. Mm. Mm. Um, everything else, then you go, oh, what was that one? What was that one? You know, so the three, they really
0: stay in the mind. Books and resources and tools for women in their 50s. I've seen the Dr. Christine Northrup, The Wisdom of Menopause. Can you tell us a bit about what her findings are or what or other books and things as well that women might need to go to? Um, I think for women that ha- haven't done any work at all, Louise
2: Hay is always a good start. Mm-hmm. Heal Your Life is a wonderful start. She gives in affirmations too, which is so, uh, so important for us because they put us in the, a positive way in, of thinking. Mm-hmm. Ne- negative thinking creates disease. And the affirmations, it's really important to understand that the affirmations, they give us hope, they put us in a positive uh, piece of frame. So Louise Hay, I, I, I really love her book. The new book has the beautiful new designs and pictures. It's just lovely to look at too, so you don't even have to read. You just look at the beautiful pictures, and they warm your heart already. Mm. Christine Northrup, The Wisdom of Menopause is amazing. Um, what I've got out of her book was what I was saying about FSH and LH, the hormones, how they um, make the feel-good chemicals kick in, and they go to the brain to... to um, the woman, the desire to do something for herself that's from her book, right? Um, it is a difficult book to read, but she has incredible knowledge in there, and she touches on all the other um, issues you talked about, Shane HRT, her she talks and the thinking, she talks about everything,
0: so mm. she has
2: neatly packed it all together.
0: And we might put a link to her book on under this show on Facebook yes. as yeah. well yeah. as your website, Perfectly. Inga, yes. Um, Inga is there anything more that um, you'd like to you know use this platform today to talk about or to share um, that you feel is important on the topic or something you think we've missed?
2: We've talked about the most of the most important thing I think for women to be um, gentle with themselves patient with themselves and not think it's going to happen overnight it's a process if you haven't grown up or haven't learned to look after yourself, you won't just get it in one night. It's a process you have to learn about yourself, you have to watch yourself, but be loving and center with yourself. We all deserve to be loved. And when we become grown ups, often we feel nobody loves us, especially once the kids are, have left. Um, but the thing is, it's our job to give us ourselves the love first and foremost
0: so learning how to really love yourself and connect with yourself is what you're doing in your retreats and workshops is that right Inga with the women you're going into it in much more depth
2: correct Rebecca the first thing I look at in all my workshops and my retreats and the one-on-one coaching is to release all the belief systems I'm not good enough I can never get it right nobody loves me I don't deserve I'm not worthy because these negative beliefs, and we have lots of them, a lot more than I just named. but these beliefs are the base to us not trusting ourselves, to us not going for our own needs. So for a woman to love herself, we have to release the belief systems so she can actually see her beauty, see her magnificence and her amazingness. We don't have to be that slim, young, beautiful girl sitting on the top of the car. We are who we are, and each one of us is unique, beautiful, and amazing. Mm. And if we understand that, then we have that vibrancy. We have that self-love, and we can create a life that we love and a life that we want with all the, the health, the happiness, and the wealth.
0: Yeah, It's very, very powerful, and I like the old um, pagan cycle of the maiden, the mother and the crone, which I'm sure you've heard of, Inga, that idea that, you know, first you're the young girl... And then you're sort of the mother and dealing with all the, the, you know, the busyness of life. But that final third is set aside. And crone isn't a very nice word in Western society, but what it means is wisdom, back to that wisdom of the elders coming into your priestess, coming into your witch powers and really shedding a lot of the things that you sort of felt like you had to do for the first two thirds of your life and just doing what you want to do for that last powerful third.
2: Correct. Correct. Did you know that killer whales, the leader usually is um, mature women, Kill- mature female in killer whales. In Killer
1: whales. It's,
0: killer
2: whales. <laughs> it's the
1: how bizarre.
2: Females. That
1: That's my favourite animal. The killer whale is my favourite animal. Well, now we know why. But did you
2: know that they actually don't kill? They they mainly eat salmon.
1: I did know that, yes. Mm. Yes, I absolutely love them. They're so beautiful. And there certainly have been um,
0: societies, as we know, through history where some of them have been very matriarchal societies, which means they've either worshipped a goddess um, or, you know, female figures or there's been a lot more respect Placed upon women in positions of leadership, or the wisdom of, of the elders, secret women's business, red tents, and all of that honouring of the life cycle of the female body from menage right through to menstruation. Yeah, oh, sorry, right through to menopause. Yeah, yeah,
2: correct. Right. So it's really up to us women to take that power, to take our strengths at menopause, off the perfect, to the perfect path.
0: And really, it's, yeah, it's about beautiful sealing off the whole life cycle and doing it as consciously as possible through every stage. Inga, um, we want to thank you so much for coming on today. It has been so
1: enlightening. I've learned so many things that I never knew. And I, I am thrilled. Thank you from the bottom of my soul. You've just gifted mm-hmm. me so much wisdom at the perfect time in my life and because, you know, when the... Oh, when the student's ready, the teacher appears, and there you are. So thank you so much. And very validating that I feel like, you know, I'm on the right path. So I shall keep going as I have been going. But Thank you very much. I've got many, many women I'll be able to help uh, send your way. So thank you very much.
2: Thank you. It's been such a pleasure getting to meet you too and be with you. Absolutely wonderful.
1: And thank we you. always end much our... Love to everybody oh thank you Thanks. we always end our podcasts with the affirmation so I'm going to read that out again which I know is something that you very much feel is in alignment with your work I trust in my mind my body and my heart that all is well And if you'd like to learn more about
0: Inga and the work that she's doing, you can just head on to embracingyourfifties.com and fifties is spelled out as a word, fifties, but I will put the links up on our Facebook page. Jane, our Facebook page is? It's facebook.com forward slash love life show. And if you want to go one level deeper, you can join our secret dynamic chatty Facebook group, which has got, well, as of today, it's got 86 members and they are talking the hind leg off a
1: grasshopper in there. I can tell you. So what's the face? Oh, we don't even... (laughs) Uh, we've got the link up on both our website which is Mm lovelifeshow.com and also on the Facebook page so you can just hit that link and you put in a request to join our group and we'll get that approved for you pretty quickly
0: so until this time next week look, have a good time maybe doing a little bit of your own research and pondering some of the new truths that we've unearthed with Inga today love your body and honour yourself life is perfect I'm not trying it's just happening